I call this homily approaching, grabbing, and lifting up. Now, Mark's gospel is the shortest of all the gospels. And Mark has a way of telling a story in a paragraph or two, and he did that tonight as we hear about the healing of Peter's mother-in-law. He shows the ability to take a story and, and to condense it and to make it so vivid and profound by using words like approaching her, grasping her by the hand, and lifting her up. Folks, these three words are really important. Approaching, grasping, and lifting up. She's cured. Actually, we could say that these three words outline the Christian life. Let me explain that. A question that we ask a lot here at Sacred Heart is, and we reflect upon, what does it mean to be a disciple? After all, our parish mission statement, which is on the front of the bulletin, says, be disciples, make disciples. Could it be any more succinct than that? We did a better job than Mark. No. But it says everything that needs to be said. For a moment, think, what are the times in our lives when Christ approaches us, he grasps us, and lifts us up? What is he lifting up? What does he lift Simon's mother-in-law up for? He heals her. And what does she do? She waits on them. And why does she do that? Because here we see the call to serve, the call to mission. Christ approaches us at different times in our lives as disciples. Does he not? Does he not grasp us by the hand and lift us up for different things? When did Christ approach you? Maybe you were a child watching your parents pray. Maybe you were in college struggling with the meaning of life. Maybe it was in the smile of someone whom you grew to love and maybe they became your life partner. Maybe it was when you became aware of the poverty and violence in our country. Maybe he approached you in the homeless person whose eyes you looked into. Whenever Christ approached you, however Christ approached you, he then called you to serve. And we know that this is true because of what we do. We serve our families, we serve our friends, and we serve even those whom we've never met. Those three words must stay together. Otherwise, we see our service as a burden. 
I'm sure in each of your lives, whatever your vocation, whatever your call has been, there have been times maybe where you felt like you were burnt out. I have. But you know, it's at those moments that you have to realize about the call to serve. I remember when I was in another parish with just one of the priests, and there were almost 4,000 families. And it was a really huge place with so much work to do. And I would go to bed exhausted at night. And people would say, how do you do it? And I'd say, you know what? I know I'm doing God's work and God's will and called to serve because I go to bed exhausted but with a smile on my face. And see, we know that that's the right thing. We know that that's God calling us to do what we're called to do. Do you remember on the Feast of the Holy Family, I talked about the word familius, which means to serve. And that's what family does. We heard it proclaimed to us in our gospel. We do it for families. We do it for our neighbors. Someone walking in tonight said to me, my neighbors shoveled all my snow. Amazing, right, when we stop and think. That's what serving is all about. Sometimes it can be tough because kids and parents and grandparents and spouses and siblings, sometimes we want to throw up our arms and say, I don't know what I'm doing here. Why am I doing this? What's going on? But when we remember that we are committed to this call to serve, Remember, perhaps, that wedding day. Remember the first time that you held your child or your grandparent or your niece or nephew in your arms. Remember, we are connected to something so much larger, a larger love. Remembering that Jesus' touch will always give you and me new energy and give us that will to serve. A disciple is one who is approached, who is touched, and who is lifted up. Indeed, just like you and me, we are those disciples. Amen.